Welcome back folks, this is part 2 of stories from Belarus with R.K. Braniz. Over at part 1 of this episode, we spoke about his experiences moving into the country and extensively about the people, the language, the food and the weather. If you haven't checked that out, I'd strongly suggest checking that out before moving ahead with part 2. But if you have, well, happy listening because now we're going to talk about the transport, the music, the culture, the finances a bit and some other specific stuff that i just felt like asking anyways happy listening we're doing a really good job just spoke about dukes so tell me something about the dukes in uh, belarus how okay. how is transport because okay. um right, we don't have to say like, basically uh, no dukes but after yeah. told me was uh that you guys have buses and um mm-hmm. you guys have old retired people as conductors in the buses so yeah. just tell me, give me like a brief of how transport works over there. Okay, so there, uh, inside a city, the transport would be like uh, with a bus or there are uh, the, there are two types of buses. One bus, that's our usual bus that goes along the road. And there's another bus that has cables attached to the top of the, uh, you know, there's, there are this cable system that, that runs over mm-hmm. the roads. And those are called trolley buses. It's what the direct translation would call trolley bus. Okay. So that is, that goes, all the buses have like very, very strict schedules, right? So it's like, at 743, if it's there, it will definitely be there at 743. And nice. if it's coming early, he would slow down before the stop so right. that he would reach the stop at 743. I mean in Sri Lanka, if you're waiting for the one double five one three, like, you just stand in the bad bus. And Dude, the, the timing one three five struggle, man. <laughs> you know the struggle. Continuous struggle, right? Yeah. And uh so uh, there's other thing called the tram. It goes in the middle of every road. That's like a, a train. Technically, it has tracks and everything that goes in the middle of the road. So that on most areas it's accessible by tram and the rest of it by the normal bus and the trolley bus and there's other one thing called uh i don't know what the english word is it's technically like a van okay mm-hmm. it's a small van and uh i'm assuming around 15 people can sit inside it's a closed van and it has routes too same okay. like buses they go to slightly more expensive than buses because it's like good seats and it's um uh, you know closed is it like the, the small rosa buses that we have with the long distance buses that go? yeah it's something like that but much smaller than that oh, maybe no. like a highest the highest van kind oh, of thing, okay. but uh, with just with just seats. Mm-hmm. I can't really explain it any other way. It's essentially <laughs> just seats there, mm-hmm. and uh, slightly more expensive because it's warm inside, right? In the winter, mm-hmm. you can go in one of those. And uh, but it it also follows an exact same timetable, an exact same route, and they take you to you know weird places where buses really don't go. And uh, there's only and there are taxis like usually you know Uber. That's mm-hmm. a different story everywhere now. The yeah. Uber has taken over, right? So Uber does the rest of that. But I mean, the public transport is far more reliable than in Sri Lanka. Definitely. <laughs> if you were to get to a place at 8 o'clock in the morning, you need to leave at 6 o'clock, even if the commute is like half an hour. Half an hour. But, you can't risk it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here, you can be sure certain. For example, if it takes 18 minutes to go from here to there, mm-hmm. and you find out the closest uh, bus that comes around that time, that goes along that route, there are apps for all that. Mm-hmm. So you go to that, you stand at the bus stop, the bus will definitely be there at that time. You will reach that destination at the exact same point too. So you, you don't have really, you don't have to worry about getting late unless you take the wrong bus. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's nice. That's really nice to have. Uh, that's uh, something I could be jealous of, you know, but I haven't been on a bus in like three years with uh, COVID uh, and stuff. I forgot. I kind of miss, yeah. I kind of miss the bus music, man, to be honest, you know. If I would... <laughs> <laughs> the music, my goodness. Oh God, that's something I do not miss. How is the, the music there? How is the music? How is the movies? How is the 
pop culture house pop you know? culture all right so music they have obviously they have russian music right so russian music is always there i think but they they do love a lot of english music and to be honest i have heard a lot of imagine dragons here <laughs> for some reason they love imagine dragons here the my first memory of getting into a vehicle here and hearing the first song was an imagine dragons song and then it was like rock music mostly rock music they like rock music here for some reason and uh, yeah i mean people of taste right <laughs> they were good 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 i mean they do play there is a lot of russian music but they have radio stations i hear i mean when you take a taxi he has a radio on right so it just alternates on its own the, the dude at the radio he just puts russian then it's english then it's back to a couple more russian and it's oh maybe like two three english songs on after the other their music is just mixed together i mean in sri lanka when you have a sri lanka english radio station it's just english right english, yeah. or when you have a singular radio station it's a singular but here it's like i don't know he just puts whatever he feels like it i guess whatever he feels in that particular moment and there is no bus music the buses are quiet and <laughs> the, it's just uh, people just minding their own thing sitting on the edge and then just going going back and forth and yeah and movies obviously again like any other country they make their own movies too yeah. uh, what is it have, called is it called um, rollywood for russian Oh, is it like? I honestly have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think it's just called film is film in Russian, so that's a good thing. <laughs> and uh, so they make they, they have their own um, movies that they make, which are I have watched a few, I guess, but I mean just to see what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Shape. I mean, it's not bad. It's okay, but they do they do put a lot of English movies dubbed in Russian. So right. uh, like every movie that comes out, it comes out uh, for some reason. Movies that release in English. are released in russian immediately or even before that for example sometimes like a movie i mean i was talking to a friend of mine and he was like it comes out in one week in uh, i don't know mc or sabai or something but it was already there in the theater here and he was like wait i thought it wasn't even released yet but it was already there here obviously it's in russian but you know when you go to pirated sites and find a good english audio all you need is a good pair of earphones that subs the audio then you can watch the screen it's english the audio syncs together the job is done the job is done that's If how the job managed. gets done that's fine right exactly exactly so that's like, most of um, their culture and they like art they do like uh-huh. a lot of art there's right. a lot of huge i, I don't know my my instagram is full of them but they're like street art wall paintings mega large wall paintings that they do uh, and for some like they they do really like their culture dancing as in traditional dancing traditional outfits mm-hmm. art painting museums there are a lot of museums around here so the, like they are very uh, entertainment entertainment faced people but they have their own kinds of entertainment too but they are trying to follow western author um makes sense so like um since you have watched um movies like uh, at this I, i haven't watched old movies to be fair i was i was re- i was recommended a few old movies the last time i came back from sri lanka because i was coming in the uh, taxi and then dude was like you know have you watched this movie and i was like uh, no then he was like okay rec- you should watch it that that my friend right he's easy taxi guy so he so he commented and i came back and i looked for it. it was from like the 80s and i was like how would you have expected me to watch that movie how old do you think i am and then, and then uh, i have watched like very few to be fair the right. actual russian movies and uh, they they follow very i mean they follow the more in, a more english platform it's not the more uh, indian platform where you know suddenly start running and dancing and singing and all that but uh, <laughs> this is like uh, just the usual storyline goes along it, it, I, i don't really see much of a difference i mean obviously they they are shot in some of the areas like this mm-hmm. so you'd uh, notice the infrastructure to be fair mm-hmm. but now that also they are shooting in like foreign countries and everything seems very very uh, i mean the standards are quite good to be honest it's it feels very uh, english like i mean if you were to dub a movie in english I wouldn't really see such a big, you know, uh, you wouldn't notice that. Was, I mean, obviously the mouth would move differently, but 
uh, the 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 it would be like watching anime or something. But the story <laughs> would uh, like it's 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 understandable that it could have been made by an English director. Mm-hmm. So how it, how it, it, just, it come to just out of um, on a side note, how popular would you say anime is in Belarus? It it well it uh, I really like anime, right? So I go searching for this here. So mm-hmm. I have found places. It's it, it it's not niche interest anymore, right? It's becoming more mm-hmm. uh, more general yeah. culture at this point, right? So uh, there are a lot of uh, fans, I would say, uh, in the Russian community because you would notice when someone's walking out there with like uh, a bag that's just Attack on Titan, you know some, uh, you know, uh, you, you know the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You, I a few days ago I saw a. Uh, Uh, Audi and Audi A A six or something right. with a tat- with a, a huge painting of uh, this anime called Darling in the Franks or something like that. Mm-hmm. A huge painting, like he had gone to the extent of like pasting a big stick, a huge sticker like that took up the entire side of the door right. with uh, with a person from uh, a character from an anime. Mm-hmm. So uh, and in an Audi, not in like a March. <laughs> so so I mean the, the dedication is there. Yeah, not everyone yeah. obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, quite a bit of fans are there. And not to mention the K-pop. My goodness. <laughs> I was going to ask it next. I was going to Yeah, that is everywhere. That is everywhere. My goodness, <laughs> that is everywhere. Everywhere. It was started off like to 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 and then in book. Everywhere you have to go to t-shirt shop, you have t-shirt with those dudes. I don't know, man. I, I, I I'm not well versed in that culture to be fair. And but uh, I mean you can see a lot of the uh, girls, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, most of the girls, I mean, the the younger crowd. They are a lot of fans like and there are bags, there are all sorts of things. You can get that more than obviously that's more than anime mm-hmm. but usually they have put them together which is kind of annoying <laughs> but uh, also also i mean to each to each their own right but uh, yeah. those the places they also have similar things so mm-hmm. you have uh, yeah. the k-pop stuff and then you also have the anime stuff but yeah yeah so but k-pop is uh, uh, <laughs> however you would like to say it, it's more popular here than the anime sect i guess because it it, it suddenly blew up to be honest right it, it mm-hmm. as much but it did blow up quite a few over the past few years it exploded everywhere <laughs> like you can find if you go to a clothes shop like a, a mall for example mm-hmm. i'm sure you if you want one something that is by you know that that features one of those dudes you probably would find it or some that thing they do with the hand or whatever the <laughs> that is you you did see something there i'm sure <laughs> that is popular that's that's um, interesting like, honestly because look at the influence bro look at the influence it's having you know it's... honestly dude honestly it is i mean the 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 english movies are dubbed in russian but sometimes those guys have this tour movie kind of things that they do right mm-hmm. those are in original language i'm like bro would it kill you to screen some english movies you can screen that <laughs> in their original language but you can't screen this come on man <laughs> like i was like oh for real <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it the influence has is insane because it sells i guess right a lot of people are willing to buy that stuff that's probably it you know like comes down so moving on um we've spoken like about culture but there's one last thing when it comes to culture sport i know you're a man city fan but how much of uh, football is there okay football i must i think it probably is the uh uh the the international sport of this country the national right. sport i'm mm-hmm. assuming it's football i i think so i'm not 100% sure but i think i google searched it a while ago that it's football because they love football here like it's mm-hmm. ridiculously popular everywhere football coach pitches futsal everything is very very popular here mm-hmm. and they have their own teams i don't you probably, there's like this team called abate borisov and a few other teams that they have their own teams that play uh so they they love their football here like mm-hmm. you can get football equipment boots boots balls jerseys 
not many people fan of Manchester City, which sucks. But <laughs> you you'd see, you know, the usual teams: Chelsea, United, Juventus, Real Madrid, Barcelona. That where you'd see it. the stuff that sell again, the stuff that sell to everyone. Mm-hmm. That is there in in ample supply, right? And mm-hmm. uh, obviously, the equipment. They really love the football, and they play very well. To be honest, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So that is one of the sports, and uh, re- I mean, a few years ago, uh, one of the teams from here, uh, they qualified to the Europa League, mm-hmm. and twice we, I managed to uh, go watch uh, Chelsea come play here and yeah. Arsenal come play here, which was amazing. Like I got to see, like I we sat right behind the goal, which was mm-hmm. superb, man. Like the experience was insane. Like it's not something you would ever see. Ridiculous. And then also the internationals, Germany came here and Netherlands mm-hmm. came here, which was like, damn. Like I was like, holy. Oh my God! Like, obviously, I, I'm not some five-year-old anymore that I can be like, "Can I have your T-shirt, please, or something?" I did take a card, okay, but I did not get a T-shirt. <laughs> but uh, it was it worth was the try. It was worth the try, you know. It was worth the try, and I mean, I mean, uh, you'd I would see like uh, Olivia Giroud or Pierre or someone right there, right there. I was like, "Holy shit, they're right there!" But it was amazing. Like, I got to see very, very. I'm the German team. The German team that won the World Cup. And, like, oh, we were God. there. We were like right behind the goal, watching these guys. And that was amazing. And uh, obviously, there are city players in Germany. There are city players <laughs> in Netherlands. So we were, and all these matches, we were like watching it at like real. And the tickets aren't like ridiculously expensive as they would make you believe. I mean, it is expensive per se, but it's not something like beyond your reach kind of thing. So it's possible. Like it's like maybe five, six thousand bucks, which is like normal. I mean, if you were to get a yeah. ticket for Sri Lanka cricket yeah. team also, which is manageable, right? So those are like amazing experiences with football because. I mean, how how often do you get to see Arsenal or Chelsea play, right? Or Germany or the Netherlands? And at that point, it was all like, I'm not a Liverpool fan, but Van Dijk is like a huge dude there, like, uh, you know, um, mm. defender and all that. And to get to see them play, I was like, satisfaction. Yeah, I mean, good decision sister, to join this country. My sister would die to Exactly. Be <laughs> I mean, you know, I was just thinking... wearing a Man City fan t shirt, yeah, to uh, a, a group of crowd that like United and they were all like, <laughs> Take it off, put it back around, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, at least support the Belarusian team. I was like, uh, well, I'm international. <laughs> uh, the stuff like that, and they do have other sports. They have a lot of other sports to be fair. Like they really love their sports. There's a badminton court around there. There is the uni has a lot of things too that we are all allowed to access for free. And uh, there are football pitches, badminton courts, gyms, uh, tennis pitches, swimming pools, and uh, I think. The, there are, there are a lot of trampoline stuff. I, mean, I don't know. It was really funny to find initially. Like, they're like uh-huh. trampolining a lot. And uh, a dude from here won gold for Olympics uh, trampoline jump. And I, when I saw, okay, Belarusian wins gold at the Olympics, I was like, damn, what would it be? I opened it. I was like, trampoline jump. I'm not even surprised. <laughs> trampoline jump. I, like, <laughs> I, I think it was trampoline jump. It was something very close to trampoline jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they do. They do really love their sports, and they're a very, a very fit bunch. Most of them, at least, they really sport is like part of their thing. Mm-hmm. They what about cricket? So have they even like heard of cricket? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. They haven't even heard. Like they haven't even seen cricket. It, like it. It looks. It looks bizarre to them when some of them play cricket. Like bat and ball. They're like, what the hell is going on here? They're like, we have to explain. It's like baseball. They know baseball, right? Uh-huh. I mean, they don't play baseball here, but I'm sure everyone knows baseball because America plays baseball, America. so everyone knows baseball. So they're like, yeah. So then they're like, oh, it's like baseball. Why is it bad on the ground? Like, no, it's another sport. It's called cricket. <laughs> so you can imagine when they have questions like that for cricket, imagine the questions they have for the out of the games. They're like, what the hell is that guy doing on a wood log hitting himself with a pillow? <laughs> so, yeah. So, exactly. That is, that is how it is. But 
I'm going to get to that in a bit when we talk about uni life, but I'll just keep that aside for now because you just brought something up that I somehow happened to miss when you started talking about tickets, Um, finances, like um, keeping like tuition and uni stuff aside, um, surviving there as a student or, um, you know, work-wise, maybe settling there, things like that. How does finances work? Okay. You mean like finances to live or accommodation or just like food and stuff? Because, um, like, uh, like generally like you know like how like how does it work like is it more expensive the quality the cost of life yeah, and, it's like this uh these countries like the, the prices are very standardized to be honest uh, I, i'll give an direct like you start off with like one ruble is approximately the, the currency is called a ruble the mm-hmm. russian ruble and uh it's uh when you were to convert it to rupees it used to be like 73 74 but you can see the sri lankan economy going like that so now it's like 81 82 rupees mm-hmm. uh, and when you have to withdraw it from the bank obviously there are some bank uh, charges also bank charges so uh, that also brings it down but it's around 84 i guess 82 81 82 83 it goes around that range right, right. so uh, i mean the prices are very close to sri lanka if you were to, to if i am to be honest like uh, some stuff are cheaper than sri lanka like uh, Food items are very close to be normal prices, like mm-hmm. 80, 160 bucks, like that. You can manage with a, a Sri Lankan profit margin. Kind of Sri Lankan, for example, if you sell out uh, the amount a family would keep aside in Sri Lanka for uh, groceries mm-hmm. a month, I'm sure you can deal that. That works here. Sometimes you might even be able to save some money right. because uh, they don't, they can't charge ridiculous amounts for just normal things mm-hmm. because these these countries have rules, right? The, the price has to be set the same amount at least close to the same amount wherever you go right. so if there's milk it costs this much here it costs the same thing wherever you go eggs cost the same thing wherever you go there might be slight increase in the cents and all that because size of the shop maybe but overall it's it's very close to be honest like it's very affordable i mean if you are living in sri lanka the normal a moderate class and with uh with the, with the amount that you spend to live normally in sri lanka you can you can live here fine i mean obviously not everything but most of the stuff vegetables food the day-to-day eating restaurants are more expensive mcdonald's is more cheaper but <laughs> the rest of the stuff uh it's like that so uh for us because the halal thing is there mm-hmm. so in that case uh, it's slightly it used to be a bit more expensive but now they made it much more accessible right but accommodation is very cheap i mean for the hostel certain months for an entire month we end up it would cost around eight thousand to nine thousand rupees which is Imagine paying rent 9,000 rupees per person. You will never find a place in Sri yes. Lanka that much. Apartments are more expensive, obviously. It's like $100, yeah. $150 per month. But if you were to live in a hostel, shared, shared mm-hmm. buildings, the, the it, it's quite affordable, to be fair. Right. Fair enough. And uh, utilities and um, things like that? Uh, when we live in the hostel, we don't have to care about any of that. Dude. <laughs> like, we just pay one amount, no utilities, yeah. no water, nothing. You can leave a light on for the entire month. Obviously, you know, uh, green peace and health and all that, but uh, global warming, blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> even if you do leave a light on for the whole month, you wouldn't have a significant, uh, like, there is no bill per se if right. you're living in a hostel. Your, yeah. your, uh, it's called a hostel fee. It, it covers up the accommodation, the water, the uh, lights and all that, everything. So uh, right. just because you have a light on the whole night or God forbid you left the water running in the tap or something the whole day, it's not going to make your fee like significantly. Ha- it doesn't make any difference whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But uh, for example, there are a lot of people living in apartments. This is one of my friend's apartments because I didn't want to be in the hostel. It's kind of loud. like I live with three other people right? all that. Right. Right? 
So in apartments, uh, they have a, a rent, right? An apartment taker takes a rent. Mm-hmm. So that usually covers up uh, the accommodation. Like it covers up the water, the uh, taxes and the electricity. Some, it depends on the owner to be fair. Some owners try to make a little more money. So they like, you know, you pay electricity separately, mm-hmm. but uh, some people, the nice people, I guess, they, they are, I think they don't have to pay water or electricity or anything like that. They just pay one amount and that covers everything. Hmm. Which is actually quite good. Yeah. I mean, in Sri Lanka, you keep a microwave on, use the microwave once, get to it two, three times. The units go digital. digital. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that, thankfully. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, just a f- so that's kind of, you know, the main things, you know, we just looked at all these main things and we kind of covered a lot of stuff. So mm-hmm. I just wanted to ask like a few specific questions before we like kind of wrap things up. Have yeah. you ever seen like a funeral or a marriage? function there and what would you say is different or similar I've, okay i have seen a wedding okay as in i haven't attended one i have just mm-hmm. seen one from afar like i was across the road there was a church on the other side and i saw a wedding happen there uh that was that you know it's not the wedding. obviously it's not the wedding issue in sri lanka with the seven events and the <laughs> 300 people i think i saw like Okay, 300 is an understatement. So, uh, <laughs> That's like, the restriction uh, they put for COVID, bro. So, you know, you need yeah, to COVID, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, here, you know, it's the kind of weddings you see in movies, to be fair. You know, the wedding where you have the official by a church, dude, right. awesome. Majority of them are Christians, right? Quite mm. a large population of Christians, different sects of Christianity, Orthodox, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So, uh, and they have a lot of churches. Most of it is happened at that legal places or churches. Mm. I saw what I saw looked like a church, to be fair. And there were at least maybe like 25 to 30 people. That's about it. A car, 25 to 30 people. Husband and wife. That's it. 25, was like, bro. That's not even family. Like, you take the brides in, and the groom. Sri Lanka, your dad has 25 uncles. That's the thing. Just to give you like a thing, like, you know, one, my, one of my cousins were going to get married. So you yeah. have this uh, restriction in COVID, right? It was literally yeah. impossible to, you know, cut down relatives to 50. Like, you can only get the brides and the groom's family, and even then you had to cut down people. Like Exactly. Like, yeah, they, oh, you had to run the risk of offending someone for the rest of their life. <laughs> oh, he didn't invite me for the wedding. <laughs> done, even done. if it's COVID protocol, nothing. They, did, they, did, yeah, they, yeah. they preferred yeah. someone else than me. <laughs> they called her, they didn't call me. That's yeah. something. <laughs> it's just crazy man it's crazy yeah um what would you say so just a few of the most specific questions what would you say is um the most uh pop is it obviously i guess it's dogs but you know pet wise is there anything interesting do they have horses okay, uh, and uh, maybe uh, uh, bears no, okay. have you ever seen a bear <laughs> have you ever seen a bear okay no i haven't seen a bear okay uh i have uh the the majority of the population do have dogs, but a lot of them have cats too, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's equal split because a lot of people have cats, but there's a shit lot of stray cats, like so many stray cats. Today, while I was just walking, I saw at least five to seven, eight, nine stray cats. Mm-hmm. And they are not the usual cat you see in Sri Lanka. It's the because of the, they are adapted to the weather, right? Animals mm-hmm. adapt to weather. So they are like fluffy, like <laughs> huge fluffy cats, right? Like mm-hmm. big, like the way I described watermelon big fluffy animals and uh dogs also you see the kind of dogs you don't see you it's not the straight dog you see in sri lanka mm-hmm. uh, you you have the the huskies and the 
cloud dog. I don't know it's called a Samoyed or something like that. I'm not very well versed with dog names, mm-hmm. but uh, some of my friends are, so they go running to these dogs. Uh, we, are, we can't do that, right? But you see and admire them at a distance because they look really cool, the big dogs, mm-hmm. right? So there are a lot of dogs. And um, other animals, to be honest, uh, pets, mostly it's that. And some people are tortoise and some have hamsters. Hamsters are kind of popular. Right. Uh, and mostly cat dog. And uh, in the wild, I only see those in the city. And their national animal is a yak. And uh, isn't that like Chinese or something? I don't know. They, they like that here too. That's the national animal, a yak and this crane like dude. I, I don't know. It's, there's some Russian name called an ice crane like dude. Yeah. So I haven't seen either of them. I have seen a yak mm-hmm. as in pictures only uh, of in Belarus pictures. Like there are sculptures <laughs> of yak and stuff, but paintings and all that. But apparently you have to go to the forest to see them. And I don't think I've seen much animals, to be honest. Uh, and not not as not as uh, not like in Sri Lanka, you go near our school, you see uh, monitors and lizards and big, big uh, chameleon kind of creatures. But <laughs> here, I really just I just oh, I've seen rats. I mean, rats you have everywhere. Oh, come on. Just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, zoos have a vague and like weird animals, but uh, when we went to a reptile exhibition once, I guess. But they have the same. I mean, usual reptile stuff. Geckos, uh, flies, yeah. mosquitoes, cockroaches. No flies, like very, very little flies. Very, very little flies. Mosquitoes, I have non-existent. Seen a one, I guess. Non-existent. Mo- mosquitoes, I, mean, maybe I don't think the weather. Come on, man, it's tropical, right? You need tropical. Exactly. Yeah. There um, are yeah. cockroaches, right? That that's annoying. That's frustrating. There are cockroaches sometimes, mm-hmm. but they aren't the you know huge cockroach you have in Sri Lanka that flies around. It's like this big, like the size mm-hmm. of my first digit thing. And they don't fly around, but they're still extremely frustrating. I mean, it's a cockroach. They can't be interesting. <laughs> and you don't have the geckos and all that. You just have, once in a while, you have the occasional cockroach. Depends on the place. Some places have a lot of cockroaches. Uh, mosquitoes, insects, stuff that fly around, not as much, honestly. Just the different types of dogs by different types of walking, walkers, <laughs> and cats. <laughs> these are like stuff you know like um a lot of people want to be lost like um you know i ask some you know, i ask around like what are the kind of questions you want to ask people from abroad and yeah. they come up with this like weird stuff you know like what are the kind of pets and you know like it's, these are things that you don't uh, really see um maybe on a documentary or things like some things yeah. some people are just curious you know like i wonder what kind of pets you have in belarus right like, curiosity yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a uh, it's actually a nice tool honestly man, it's so interesting like the last few episodes i've been learning so much from you know so many different people like i, I don't feel like stopping this like, i really want more countries and keep going, going. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's kind of bringing us to a wrap you know like just to... but it did not end there as you might have noticed now if you were interested in the country of belarus these two parts are for you but i also recorded a bonus segment and if you are a student of biology looking to pursue your career in medicine, especially if you are looking to go abroad out of Sri Lanka, not necessarily just to Belarus, but anywhere. Go head over and listen to the bonus segment. Akib shares with us valuable insight on the process, the how and the why, and also what to expect once you get there. It's also out on Instagram as an IGTV, so you can check it out there as well if you wish, but I really, really recommend checking it out if you fall into the above category. It's going to be really, really useful and eye-opening. With that said, I'd like to thank Akib for coming on this show um, amidst his busy schedule again. Thanks for coming on, bro. And I'd also like to thank Aftab for getting this done. He was unable to join us, unfortunately, but 
Thank you for being with us through the process, bro. And also, I'd like to thank you, my listeners, for being with me throughout this episode and throughout this season. Thank you for the support and see you next episode.